Hello everyone, my name is Jen Torres and I am a God, and so are you. Like many of you, I was raised to believe that if I just prayed hard enough, God would save me. As it turns out, that was actually true. I saved me. At the age of 15, I became pregnant with a beautiful baby girl who dropped in just in time to save my miserable life. This was my first awakening. This podcast is about all of the words and listening to those words to begin to envision what is possible. Because sometimes, as individuals, we feel we need to know everything, have it all together, and be everything all of the time. But that's why we live in a world filled with other people. Each person holds a piece of the puzzle. It's about being open to new information, new ideas, and new perspectives. We're going to talk about all of the topics surrounding what it takes for you to step into your God Goddess. Journey with me as we uncover all things living self-actualized and in your inherent divine God state. This podcast is about doing whatever it takes to develop and nourish the God in you. You, 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 you. Okay, everyone, Andrea Spacek. I cannot wait to introduce you guys to this woman. She is a sacred union facilitator. And in this podcast episode, in this interview with her, we're going to dive deep into exactly what sacred union is and what what exactly is this beautiful container that she holds within the work that she does. Andrea is dedicated to offering women integrative healing, and everything that she does is really focused on leading them back to their soul's deepest joy and mission. She has been doing all of this for more than a decade. She's been teaching yoga, leading women's retreats, goddess moon circles, and providing these deep transformative journeys. She is also certified in all of the things, uh, RYT 500, Jungian and Active Life Coach, Astrologer, Thai Massage, Reiki Practitioner, and a Women's Temple Facilitator. She is truly passionate all about and really focused on exploring the soul and really activating human beings and mainly women to their highest potential of who they actually came here to be. She is incredibly deep and she has these amazing like woven rich teachings that kind of come together into the courses and that she teaches the coaching sessions that she does the retreats the yoga classes literally every fiber of her service is in service of you and really focusing on the sacred union and who you actually came here to be let's get to the interview with Andrea Spacek. Okay, so everyone who is listening, I'm super excited for today. I would like to welcome onto the show my sister and my beautiful friend, Andrea Spacek. Oh, hello. (laughs) I'm so happy to be here with you. We meet again. I know. So Andrea and I first met back in February of this year. Feels like a lifetime ago. A lifetime. It's like what's happening right now. So we met, yeah, like back in February at a retreat. And then since then, we've just been, we were exchanging like voice messages. And um, I had the pleasure of being part of her beautiful, one of her beautiful containers that she created. 
sacred union, which we will talk more about later in the podcast. But I'm just excited to have you here because there's just you, your essence. And this is really what I wanted to go into, like having you on the show. It's funny because earlier when I was feeling into your energy and I was like feeling into like, oh my gosh, like all the things that you're doing, you're so authentic. You're so just like, this is going to sound like really interesting, but the words that came to me with the way that your energy shows up online is like nude soul. I love that. It's funny because I kind of wanted to just like be like this today. So I'm just going to take that off because if you can't see me, I just have this tank, t- like this uh, top, it's not topless, but what is it called? The halter, a tube. I'm in a tube, <laughs> but I was feeling, I'm just like, ugh, you know, this is how I feel. It's a beautiful place to be. And I'm, and I'm grateful that you're feeling that online. Sorry to interrupt you, but I had to just share that because I was totally like, I don't really want to wear that thing on my shoulders. It's really, the energy is really just so authentic. It's so clean and like clear. So it's just perfect magic for you to be like letting those shoulders be seen um, and all of the things. But really, I am so excited for today. And um, the first thing I really want to ask you is just to tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you sort of get on your spiritual journey? What was your path like? Yeah. So uh, again, just thank you for inviting me today to share. These are my my favorite places to be are in deep conversations about things that I deem uh, important and valuable about life, which is why I'm a coach and why I work with women in the capacity I do and teach yoga and spirituality is because I've always been interested in the depth of life. And that is it's hard to say where did it begin because I, I I go back to the beginning, uh, like my earliest memories of being a child. And it's like I got this little star seed got dropped into this dense home of people that were stressed. And I mean, they're, I love my family. They're, they're lovely people, but there was, I, I came into, there's not enough. Like I was the fourth kid out of in like five years. It was just my, my parents were tight on money. They were tight on time. Like everyone was kind of like, I found out later by my mom, like I was the only one who really wanted to have you because there wasn't room, you know? And so I think that tension of coming into that and this big bright energy that I would say every child is, but I particularly felt, I was like, whoa, like <laughs> what's going on? And and kind of this advocate for the magic, like that there is, and I would find it just like many of us, like being with the trees, being outside, like I always just wanted to be out there. And um, finding the little mossy rocks and the fairies and, you know, that was just who I've always been and what I've for my whole life been seeking out are, you know, those places where I feel that connection. But from this perspective now, I can say I can feel that anywhere, but I prefer to be surrounded by, you know, nature symbols of magic on some level. I have them like all around me and to be continually drumming it up because in this matrix, this 3D matrix, which I do see is it's opening up, it's dissolving, a lot more of us are waking up. There's um, a need for us to remind each other again and again, like daily, that this is a magical planet and we are magical beings and we can create 
our happiness. We can create amazing experiences, no matter how much money we have. And, or we can choose to, you know, go back to sleep is how I describe it and just follow the herd, you know, no, that's not possible. I have to struggle here. This place is where we struggle. So I'll say that's what inspired it. And then as far as working with women, I was always more a nature animal person. And, you know, I thought I thought my mission was to save the animals and save the particularly gorillas. I was really, really drawn to the, the gorillas. When I went to college, I, I definitely, uh, it was like very early on, I heard my professor say like, this is, we're not, we actually aren't trying to save the planet. We're trying to save humanity. And I hadn't heard that before, you know? And so that started me on this journey of like, something in me was like, right. It's, it's our hearts. It's our hearts that have to care, you know, multiple angels along the path nudging me to yoga, nudging me to take this class, that class, teacher trainings. I mean, all the, along the way, I can just think of them. They're all very clear in my mind, these little moments we have all had where we've been encouraged to go that way. And um, so that's, yeah, the long, long and short of it is it's kind of, it's always, I, I feel it's a mission. It's definitely, I've lived with a very strong mission my whole life uh, to keep, to wake people up and to stay awake myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like that was your journey to what you do now, which is through Envision coaching and yoga. So I feel like all of your journey sort of led up to what you create right now in the online space and in the work that you do with women right now. So could you tell us a little bit about Envision coaching and yoga and sort of what this is? Yeah, so Envision comes out of the, I'm definitely a visionary mystic type in human design, an emotional projector, uh, my astrology chart, uh, North Node in the 12th house. You know, so I'm here to commune with spirit and to see and reflect the unseen, you know, so that's, I just like how I'm wired. So that's the Envision part. And the in, you know, I made it instead of E-N, I-N, because uh, the idea is like, everything that we're seeing out there is actually coming from within us. And that that is uh, something that came through, comes through Eastern philosophy and all the Upanishads, Bhagavad Gita, the sutras, it's all about, they all talk about that. And then Carl Jung, whose work I started studying, um, I've always been drawn to and did a coach training specifically based in Jungian philosophy. And he studied those texts, like everything leads back to yoga or this truth, like reality is coming out of you. You're not coming out of, you know, you're not a byproduct of what you see. What you see is a byproduct of what's inside of you. And this is a very, to really understand that is to really own that we're creating everything that's in our fields. And it's, it's a lot to digest because we've been, we've been taught our whole entire lives uh, on so many levels that that's not the case. It's the other way around. It's like, well, you only have this much money. That's all you can do in life. You only have this much you have this kind of body that's, you know, so we're so, anyway, so there's a lot of unlearning there and that I essentially work with people through coaching to unravel this mystery of your life and like where you are. A lot of the women I work with are in the, about their 40s, 50s, some, some older, some 70s. They come to that point, that midlife viewpoint where you're kind of standing on the top of this mountain 
or plateau. And you have this big view of like, wow, all the things I've ever done, everything I thought I was, and you start to question it. And it's usually when you've, and this is happening younger and younger. So that's what's cool. This is happening when people are in their 20s now. But, and even my 10-year-old son has these awarenesses that like I never had, you know? So these kids are amazing now and they give me so much hope. Essentially for my generation and, you know, people older than me, they come to about, I just raised my kids if they had kids, been devoted to everyone else. And like, I don't even know really what I want. You know, I don't really know who I am. I just know what I've been told. We get to start unpacking that. And the process is we take the, I I also practice astrology. So I love, I just started naturally want, like I have to see your chart. (laughs) And now I would love to more and more add human design and gene keys and these other components. Like a lot of people love the Enneagram that's kind of coming in. But what I find is these layers just validate. It's like, you know, if you really have a hard time, if you're more cerebral and you want more proof, like start layering these different roadmaps that we've been given. Um, And you'll see major themes and you can't deny that there's truth in it. What I love using that for is um, acceptance, self-acceptance. Because even though we cognitively might know that we're all a little different, we're all wired a little, you know, we, we talk about these things and yet we live, most of us, with a shame around us not fitting into the capitalistic blueprint, which is you got to be productive all the time, like all day. And if you're relaxing, you're lazy. And but if you're a woman, like can't be too ambitious, you know, all these things. And so most of us are walking around with total denial of who we actually are and how we actually flow in a harmonious way. And so it, it leads to all sorts of issues, relationship struggles, uh, even as far as disease, you know, people get tumors or they get sick because uh, they're not, they're literally damming up parts of their energetic flow and it becomes toxic. So I am particularly passionate about working for women because I am one, <laughs> you know, but also because watching my mother growing up, she she definitely is a huge reason I do this work. So I'm super grateful like for my, for everything. Loving mother, but she did not, she totally, what I perceived as denying herself in service of her family and how that, like all the ways that that just didn't work for anybody. And children just want, they want their parents to be happy, you know, and guess what? So does everybody else in your life just really wants you to be happy (laughs) because when you're happy, like it seems so simple when I say it, but I don't know how much people are still not valuing this, like that it's important to be in the vibration of joy as much as possible. And also uh, for, and I'm big on this for women. I believe we are the visionaries. We hold the vision we, this is just what I believe is natural order. I might think it's, you know, feminist or whatever you want to call it. I believe women are the keepers of the vision. We see all the pieces, how it all ties together. And we're not meant to be running around like crazy people all the time doing everything. We're here to hold this space, hold the Shakti, which is like that creative energy of the universe that just like magnetizes everything, nurturing we're, you know, nurturing the everything, like we're just nurturers naturally. And men, I believe that this is so old school, but this is where I've come to. And I believe men are more of the 
they want to serve. They want to, you know, do. I, I, I've witnessed it enough. Like they love having something to do. Like, thank you for just, just, you know, and it naturally happens, but a lot of, there's just a, still a lot of denial I see. Like you are the leader of your household, but a lot of women are like waiting for their husband to do it or they're mad because he's not. And I've been there before, just this resentment of like, you're supposed to be doing this. And so a lot of the, the sacred union work, you know, I believe in, I do believe in partnership. I also believe in sovereignty. I believe that marriage, the way it's been structured is uh, breeds codependency. And there's nothing like inherently, I don't want to make that wrong, uh, but it's not super powerful, you know? So I've come to terms with, I've totally become codependent on my husband. And there is a necessary time in which you're raising children together where you actually do need to receive some help and like I think you know and we set it up that way but then there's a point at which it's very slippery slope where you're like well I'm relying on you completely for like my income my home my and that's super vulnerable and it breeds this potentially I, I can't think of another better word than resentment a dissonance in the field because you're not both actually living your lives you're like you know and so that's a lot of behind it. It's like, it's for women, but it's really for, it's for all of us because I believe that women need to do the work and the men will follow and they're going to do their own. We can't do it for them. We just can't, especially not our partners. And, um, but we can hold the space. And I just have witnessed again and again, how things just start working and flowing when we get clear. And I feel like what you do, it helps women get clear on not only their energy, the space that they hold within them, within their womb, but also a removal of everything that they thought they needed to be in order to be living a life of joy, happiness, success, all of the things. Like I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, I had the pleasure of being part of one of Andrea's sacred containers called sacred union, um, which I believe is coming back in 2023. We'll talk more about that. But I just wanted to mention that I had given human design readings to all of these women and women that you attract into your spaces, so authentic, so like raw and like I just don't even know how to describe it. It just felt so good to be sitting with women who were just being them. And I was like, oh my gosh, what a beautiful extension of like you and the energy that you are. And of course, the way energy works is it's like for like, right? And it's just seeing that and seeing all of these beautiful women in this container. I was like, oh my gosh, yes, of course, this is Andrea's container. All of these beautiful women in this space and what you do. So I love the way you were just describing too, like the role of like that women play and that men play. I love that because I, you know, especially with Capricorn Moon, I've always had that really strong drive and independence and wanting to like stand on my own two feet. And really when I understood the energy of men really do by nature, they want to do and they do want to provide. And when they're not providing, when they're not doing something, they feel lost. They kind of 
to feel like, what is my purpose? Like, what am I doing here? So when I understood that on a deeper level, I, that was around the time in my journey where I created more space in my life to allow myself to be taken care of for the first time in my entire life. I've been working since I was 14 and I was like, uh, hell no, this ain't going to happen. But then when I let it happen, I was like, that's when everything changed for me. Like, and I'm not saying this is what women need to do, but this was just a necessary part of my journey that I cannot deny the part that changed everything for me is when I allowed myself to be held by a man and taken care of and I've never seen him light up the way that he did during that time I mean he started making more money than he ever had in his life um because he was like inspired you know he he like all of a sudden had this newfound spark about him like oh I'm gonna be taking care of my woman and my family and all these things and I was like okay like this is so new for me. <laughs> it's an activation. And that's what I mean. And, and I would never tell, you know, I'm not a big like telling people what to do fan. But I say, we have to experiment and try it on. That's the only way to really know. And I've I can only speak from experience and the understanding too of what Jung brings forward about what he calls the anima animus, which is this dance between the masculine and feminine that's happening inside of all of us. And we're just simply projecting onto our partner all the things that, you know, we think we're not like, or that we think we need from, from a, a man. But at the same time, we're, because we've been conditioned, I think deeply, like we all want to be held. I think at our, at our core, um, I think particularly women, they want to be held and they want to know that, I, I feel like the animus, which is the masculine, it's like these arms around you, like a big chest that you lean into, you know, and it's the father energy, it's the protector, it's, it's stability, we all want that. And, and so this is a, it's a careful dance in life where I think in our 30s, there's a lot of proving and we're like proving who we are and what we can do. And even into your 40s, some people go further. Um, but that solar fire, it needs to burn. And we do need to experience that. We do need to show ourselves, wow, look at what you can create. And you are strong and you can stand on your own. And uh, there's also a point at which that solar fire starts to fizzle a little bit and we relax into ourselves. And that's when I really see it start to happen for women where they're like, and what ha when they can let go more, guess what? Their femininity gets activated and their juiciness gets activated and men want us to be you know in our feminine and I'm talking of course you know obviously homosexuals you know like I I'm not but this that is we're talking about the energy here yeah so this translates to to any partnership but that is the dance and so part of the work is understanding in, in these containers is understanding how much you're in your masculine versus your feminine how much are you and doing doing the work of taking action consistently or at least <laughs> at first just taking steps and then we make them more consistent over time like what happens when i say you know sorry honey like i can't if you're married i can't i am choosing not to not i can't i'm choosing to bow out of preparing dinner tonight <clears throat> you know that could be one area or and, and being very clear about it, not charged. And I'm, I'm wanting you to, I'm asking for your help and support and taking on a little more in this particular area. They could say no, but usually they don't. And what happens is 
the dynamic starts to shift, especially if you're like an in charge badass, you know, like conquering the world woman who uh, I absolutely love. Like I'm, you know, I draw a lot of those women in and it's, and it's hard for them, but it's, they find actually that's really where the power is, you know, the pushing energy that's all, you know, an ex, it's more external. So that's, that's a, a lot of this shift. We could talk about it in a million ways, but on the planet, it's, it's the dropping into the womb. It's dropping into the receiving of what's already here. Mm-hmm. And I, I was thinking more about, too, um, your containers and the women that you draw in for your containers. What would you say that your desired outcome is for the people who are sort of drawn to your work? Is to know that they are, that they are, that they're essentially taking ownership and responsibility for their lives. So there's a lot of, a lot of people come in and there's been a lot of things that have happened or they're in the process of divorce or they're, they're, they've been burned a lot of times, you know, by relationships, particularly father, mother, you know, issues, they're living within a story about who they are and what's possible. And so, and they're also living a lot of times, I really don't like the word victim, but that is just what it is. It's a victim consciousness. Because as long as the other person is the one who put us in the position, right, then we're just essentially the victim of it. Until we start to see, and that's why I find these maps so helpful. You can really see, uh, especially in astrology, wow, all these things were placed. Like you can see if there's trauma, if there's issues with like father wound, mother wound, you know, issues in childhood, you can see it in the chart. So what does that say? That there is on a certain level, this is all predestined. And we're just, you know, yes, we have free will and we make choices, but our soul is on a particular journey that we're not entirely in the know about, (laughs) you know? And so we are a bit fumbling around in the dark. So one of the things, so self-responsibility, I want them to leave with. I want them to leave with really feeling their, their Shakti, like getting in touch with their, their energy, their unique vibration that, and what I call their blueprint, that it's like they are each a star. Like we are each a portal to a certain type of a consciousness. That's how I look at human beings. We're all star beings. And we have abilities to communicate on so many different levels. So getting those back online, you know, even starting the process to being able to, I mean, naturally what happens is your relationships improve because you take responsibility for who you've been being. Things just start to get really clear. So some things can be immediate, like, oh, that thing I always wanted to do, I see people do it. Does it mean they're cured of all their, you know, challenges? No, but they accept that those challenges are refining them, that they're part of the the thing they signed up for when they came onto this planet. And that awareness alone, you can, you have such a higher tolerance to deal with whatever's coming at you. So there's this inner stability. There's also a natural building of community and collaboration among women who have been I mean, I have deep wounds around, I think we all do, being backstabbed or, you know, talked about or, you know, pitted against other women. So there's a lot of healing to do in that department. So that's just naturally happening when we come together and we bear our souls with each other. You just love, you love these people on such a deep level. Like I just love everybody 
who comes into any level of coaching with me because I, I just get to see them, you know, for who they are and their vulnerability and courage for showing up. I mean, that's just so huge. And more clarity about, I mean, all of these maps are showing you your, uh, not just how you're wired, but also the mission that you're on, your why drawn to all these things. And why have you, you've always loved this about life and you've, you've always felt really passionate about that. And so taking those and whether it's in a, through a business of some sort or integrating it into everyday life more or signing up to help out with, uh, you know, these passions and some people it's as simple as like, yeah, you need to move your body all the time because you have, you know, Mars in the fifth house or whatever it is like there's earth human design. You know, we learn these things about ourselves that it just changes how we're approaching and valuing our inner knowing. So they're all validating what you already know. You know, this isn't entirely new. It's just, oh, I never had the permission to follow that gut knowing. And then at the end, there's the power of ceremony of actually walking down the aisle, which we did with this last group. Uh, so I set it up in a three-part process where there's three eight-week containers that lead up to this final culmination because I do find it takes to do something for a weekend or six, even six weeks, the level that we're going, like for the ceremony to actually marry yourself, to be for that to be meaningful, I've just found maybe this will speed up that it takes about the six months, you know, these eight weeks, eight weeks, eight weeks. And so a lot of these women, almost all of them had been with me over the last year. And some of them just maybe one hopped in this last one. And I can just feel out, you know, are they ready? Is this gonna, can she hop into this? But to show up to that ceremony, which was a wedding ceremony for to themselves, where we're all we're all bridesmaids to each other. The power of that and speaking it in front of their husbands and uh, their best friends. And uh, it's like everyone's crying and everyone's like, because because we know the journey they've been on. A lot of these women have been through hell. They are claiming themselves. I mean, I get full body chills. Like they are claiming themselves. And that is the truth. Like I, we walk around like, Nobody wants, you know, not, not all of us, but those of us who feel abandoned, it's like, nobody wants me because your dad didn't see you or you you got left on, you know, your parents are gone. There's so many variations of abandonment, but a lot of us have some level of rejection, abandonment. I'm not good enough. I'm not. But the turning point for me was really this moment I had with myself where I was like, you never claimed yourself. And it was like, ugly cry, you know, all over the place for me. Like I was just like, ah, because I didn't really get that. And it's like super painful, but that is the truth. Like we, the one who we betray the most is ourselves. That is so good. I mean, when I saw the pictures online, I think that was like a week ago of the women marrying themselves. I was like in tears. I was like, oh my God. And it was so beautiful. And like, I don't even know what you were wearing, but it was like this black with like the black feathers and you were just like goddess, dark goddess, but like crone almost. It it was happening and they just looked so, I could tell that everyone was just in tears. And to me, the most inspiring part of it and the most, I don't know, loving, it just opened my heart was seeing 
the husbands there and seeing their family there to support them as they they witnessed these women in this process of reclaiming themselves through marrying themselves. And I read too on that post, you said like, this is the work that I do. This is the work that I'm going to continue to do is to have women marry themselves and reclaim themselves. So that's so powerful. Yeah. Um, and so I'll share just a little bit too. What one of the things that so they all wrote their own vows and they also were asked to dress up as the embodiment of the part that they feel the that had been the most abandoned within them. Like if you could um we work with archetypes a lot, so if you could, you know, represent it in a embodiment of like an archetype or, you know. And it's, it's like that part that you've just been making wrong or not haven't been willing to show or just didn't even know was there. And so the, the variety is like, I, I was, I was dressed up as it was like the raven, the dark goddess energy who came through during this really big, because yeah, it's that moving into the crone part of life too. And this ability, which I've seen so many times, the raven and going under under to the underworld and being a guide for that process into the subconscious. And yeah, I'm not afraid of sitting. I I love to sit with people in that space, you know, where maybe other people are afraid or don't want to go and really claiming her and, and within myself. So not just as a guide, but also like, yeah, I have like a dark witch inside of me as well as like a bodhisattva angel, you know, and that is, that used to be really like, I think many of us have been killed many times for being that in the world that, and that level of a healer who, you know, has many names, which is one of them that's been, you know, made really wrong and scary. And it's like, to be at this place in my life where I'm embracing her and I'm feeling her power, really exciting. And it's really exciting to witness other women as well in the collective, really coming out of hiding because and and this is just this is the process of integration that I call it this integrating these the dark and the light and the exalted and the abandoned and the and we weave them all back in because that is non-duality I mean that that is what I see is this golden dawn age of Aquarius new paradigm it's that we all are finally willing to accept that we have it all inside of us that we are all one family, you know, that the only way that we are going to survive as a species is if we come together in interdependence and work together instead of, I'm doing this over here and you're doing the, I don't like what you're doing. Like all this toddler stuff. And not that I'm completely done with it, but I see it now for what it is. And it's like, no. So choosing to work with welcome other people and, you know, to the table and, uh, this is a big part of it, and that's really how we ended this last ceremony was coming together in a Stargate portal of unconditional love, like that we are committing on top of marrying ourselves, we're committing to be way showers and leaders of this by living it to the best of our ability. We're not going to do it perfectly, but to welcome in, especially the you know women you've been making wrong, the men, welcome them in, have tolerance for what they don't understand, have tolerance for just more tolerance for all people, because it's probably going to get messier than it is now. And we're going to need, I think we're going to need a whole lot of compassion. 100%. There's so, and it's so funny too, what you're talking about with 
the women coming together and how sometimes that can be like even weird, like having women come together and even working with other women and stuff like that. And my friend Dawn calls it bats syndrome, like burned at the stake syndrome. <laughs> totally. By other women, you know, we like to think that it was just men burning us, but it was like, no, it was like, I remember being like called out by other women who I thought were my friends, you know, and it's, so it's really deep and we need to honor it. And when we feel that like, oh, I don't trust her. Like we do have to honor our body and have boundaries and love them in our hearts. You know, let, we don't have to engage with everybody. I'm not a big advocate of that because I've tried that one. And it doesn't really, if your body is just a no, it's a no for now. And, you know, we experienced that together, some of that, you know, but everybody's a teacher. So even the no's, I think especially the no's are teaching us something and to be open to it. So yeah, so this is this is what the work that I do want to do, even though I, I will continue one on one coaching and I in astrology and, and I teach yoga. Those are all I think of like the sacred union is becoming this like, like the yoni, like the portal, and everything's just like come feeding into it. It's like rivers coming into that ocean or whatever. So that's how I look at it. And I am going to open up three, I'm going to start a six month. Uh, and this just came through pretty recently. So it's kind of sped up a little bit. I was going to wait till 2023. But I'm going to start uh, 11 28. So November 28. I'm going to start an eight week that will be predominantly virtual, except for an option to gather at the end, because I really love and believe in this the live gatherings that uh, make it real. So you could be anywhere and take it online. It's all on an online platform, weekly calls. And I always add extra things in. I always, you know, we do new moon circles that if people are local, they can do locally. I'm in Auburn, California, or those will be recorded as well. So, and then there's uh, within that platform, there's just a ton of resources and guided meditations. And I'm going to, we're going to share guided journey to the underworld that I did a couple of weeks ago around at the, at the equinox that is still really relevant for the energy right now, as we move to this uh, solar eclipse new moon on the 25th of October. I'm really interested to see what that's going to bring. Yeah, these are these are dark, dark woods times for a lot of people. And it's a great time if you you know, I think even especially if you're struggling, or your nervous system's kind of going haywire, you're worried about money, or you're worried about things, you know, what's the future, get yourself to these the places that help your nervous system. So whether it's the golden light compass that you're doing, uh, I know you guys have a ton of like free giveaways and opportunities. You know, I just I plan to just continue to offer more of that. So check me out on Instagram and Facebook and you'll see whatever I've offered, I'll be posting. But that's the work right now. It's like we have the tools, it's time to share it in a bigger way and get everybody online and in their bodies and feeling good. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. And we are going to link that meditation below um, so that you can feel into Andrea's energy and sort of understand um, what I'm talking about here with the energy that she gives and this beautiful, clean, authentic energy of wisdom that she sort of emanates throughout her her field and through her containers as well. Uh, so we will link everything below. And I just want to ask too, where can people follow you on Instagram and where can they find you? Um, like what other social media um, can they find you? 
Yeah, so I predominantly do uh, Instagram and Facebook at this point. So that's my name, but with Lynn. So Andrea Lynn Spacek, Andrea.Lynn.Spacek. Those are, I believe, the same on both. And then you'll see Envision Coaching under that, so you'll know it's me. And if you're watching this, you'll know what I look like. <laughs> but those are the main places. I have a baby YouTube site, but I haven't really spent much time on it. Awesome. Well, I'm just so happy to have had you on and to be able to share you with everybody on this platform because what you're doing is very different than anything I've seen before. So I highly recommend you guys check out Andrea online, check out her Instagram, check out her Facebook page, go to her website, and I'm going to link everything below so you can sort of see what it is that we're talking about here because this is a journey. The work that you do is a journey through transformation. And what I love most about it is it's led completely through the heart space in this very authentic, just unconditional love kind of way. And so just thank you so much for your energy today and coming on. I love you so much. So grateful, sister. And yeah, just for all of us, just sending out, just sending out so much extra love and light and support right now through through this contracted moment and uh, I do see I do see a dawn on the other side and I I just say keep holding that vision keep holding that vision so we will get there it's already happened thank you so much love you thank you for listening to the she's a god podcast tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I would love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at this is Jen Torres for all of the latest. And remember, she is a God, and so are you.